Colin had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can and now they're cellulose free. Now they're cellulose free. Hello dear listener and welcome to Cellulose Free and News from Blaseball. My name is... no. (laughs) My name's Colin. And with me as always is my frustrated friend, compadre, son, podcaster. And all-round nice guy, Thomas. Yeah, there's no baseball news this week. Hey, yes, the there, no, there is. Well, I, I bought a shirt, but that's There, there that's we not, go. Merchandise. That's not strictly baseball news. It, it is news to me. I now recognise that there is definitely merch. It's it's all fan merch and proceeds go to charity. Okay. When are we putting out our t-shirt? And would you have still under wraps on the front and cellulose free on the back? Oh. <laughs> Who's to say? Um, if anyone out there is really keen, too bad. <laughs> Sounds like too much work to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing else is happening in my life right now. Uh, that's not true either. All week I have heard murmurings of strummings of ooks coming from that's, your room. That's not really things happening in my life. It is. It sounds wonderful. Um, is this heading towards something? Probably not, no. Oh. We're not going to release a special episode of just your piece of music? <sighs> no. No, that seems... Okay, dear listener, if you want to hear Thomas's latest uh, performance on the ook and singing, there were vo- vocals. I heard vocals coming from the room as well. Look, I'm I'm just playing songs that I like and that I can do the chords to. Right. <laughs> uh, so this is somebody else's song? A bunch of different songs. Okay. I've, I've been pulling up chord charts. Excellent. How many chords do you know? A few chords. Good. A few meaning two. No, more than that. Right. Okay. Good. Uh, We apologise for the scratching noise. The deranged cat studio extends into his toilet, as you could hear. Um. Hi, hello, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this, This has just gone off on a really weird tangent. Wasn't it fun? Yeah, your fault. Yeah. Yep. We're going to watch a film. We are. Oh, cat. Come on. It's buried. Cat. Yeah. Um, he will continue to bury, bury it. Um... <laughs> Yes, we are watching a film today. What are we watching? We're watching Marvel Studios for Ragnarok. How do you know that? 
Wow, it's right across from me, right there. It says Marvel Studios. Sorry. It says Marvel Studios apostrophe for Ragnarok. Right, I was actually looking for this button. Hoping for a... There we go. A, a plot synopsis. The, the one that I'd already brought up on my iPad. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'll hit resume then. <laughs> no, Thomas, would you be so kind as to read the plot synopsis? Shush. No, th this is on you. <laughs> th th this is on you. <laughs> okay, Thomas, for a third time, would you be so kind as to read the plot synopsis for Thor Ragnarok for our dear listener who is unfamiliar with the plot synopsis of Thor Ragnarok? Yes. Thank you. Thor must race against time to stop the seemingly imminent Ragnarok, a cataclysmic event that could end all of Asgardian civilization. Imprisoned on the other side of the universe and without his mighty hammer, Thor must overcome the odds to ensure that Asgard does not fall into the hands of the ruthless Hela. But first he must face off against a fellow Avenger in a gladiatorial contest. Ah, Ant-Man. <laughs> no, it's not Ant-Man. <laughs> Lava Girl. That's... that's not Marvel. Oh. That's Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to watch Thor Ragnarok. We haven't even dragged out the disc. We have popped it up on Netflix... not Netflix. A Disney Plus, and uh, we're going to watch it. Very specific, legally distinct Disney streaming service. Yes. Um, and we're going to watch it, and... Uh, Decide whether it stays on Disney Plus. <laughs> Such power in our hands. Absolutely. So, um, you may notice it's either staying or going before this even releases uh, to your ears. Who is to say? Um, it's not us. <laughs> so, yes, we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. No. I lost my notes. I, I actually made some notes. You did, did you? I did. So what did you think? Oh, we're recording. Uh, right. Yeah, I think so. I think we're recording. Yes. <laughs> it remains a very, very good film. It really does. And and I was trying to... And I, I, I did make some notes. I was trying to place why this worked so well. I think there is no argument that it has a lot to do with the director mm -hmm. and him absolutely owning Thor mm -hmm. <laughs> and and throwing out a lot of what had already happened. Uh, so, sorry, as far as um, the, the previous two Thor films that were strictly Thor films, mm. completely different feel with, mm. with, with this one. It, it was filled with humour. And I, I registered that um, right from the start when I first watched You, you can't help but mm. notice it when, when you've got a uh, almost breaking of the fourth wall, uh, or at least that's what it seems at the beginning, 
mm. um, a, a breaking of the fourth wall uh, in the opening, and then it just keeps on. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just, just it's it's more fun and. Uh, up to that point, I think the funnest that I'd had with a Marvel film had been um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. This actually works the humour even better, I think. Looking back at the previous two Thor films, that sh- it's a dangerous game to <laughs> to suddenly take this new. Um, new slant uh, taking the source material and and absolutely slapping your mark on it uh, and probably the first time i registered that ever happening was having watched the two first two harry potter films and they, they were perfectly serviceable uh, as far as they went but it really was a I'm telling the Harry Potter story um, as closely as I can to the, you know, Chris Chris Columbus went by the book, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially. Um, and then the third film, Alfonso Cuaron, yes, did the third film and knew absolutely that he could not do it by the book. There was just too much, and he knew that he had to cut things out of it. And so he grabbed that by the horns and put his stamp on it. That I, It's still one of my favourite uh, Harry Potter films in that he, again, threw out the style of the first two movies and put his his style on it. And, and that worked. I, I, I really, as I say, it was my favourite Um Possibly the time that it hasn't worked for me, and this is going to be controversial, um, would be The Last Jedi. Ryan Johnson uh, well and truly put his stamp on that, and it I, I never uh, embraced it, whereas with the third Harry Potter movie and with this Thor Ragnarok um, once once you realised this is different I accepted with both of those this is good different um, Ryan Johnson it did not do that for me so well that's interesting because The Last Jedi is my favourite Star Wars film isn't that interesting and, and I I disagree with you on why the rise of skywalker went went poorly Uh uh-huh um (laughs) which is the anyway getting getting back to uh thor ragnar (laughs) sorry i will not cut you off which is not so much that jj had a difficult thing to follow up and and I don't disagree. He did have a difficult thing to follow up, but instead of following it up, he ignored much of it, and just went back to what he was doing with yeah. episode seven. Oh yeah, no, no, I I agree. Um, it was completely ugly and messy, um, 
and so in that respect i would have preferred um even though i did not um embrace last jedi i think he should have been given the opportunity to to wrap things up and, and keep things going the way he I, I yeah it was wrong that jj abrams jumped back onto i believe the 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 idea was to have a, a third director for that final yeah. film yep yeah. and, and that, that possibly would have worked better too so that, i guess that's it's a story for another day. Mm. Note that I didn't say I hated um, The Last mm. Jedi. I just didn't... I found it too jolting from what I was used to. And for some people, that was a good thing. Um, for me, it didn't. However, with Thor Ragnarok, it actually saved, I think, Thor for me. That being said, it is such an ensemble film. It is. It, it, it isn't just Thor. There are so many characters in this film um, that are given enough screen time to uh, grow and 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 develop and and be loved even more. Uh, I think that's another thing why I love this film so much. In that it it isn't a Carrie Chris Helm, Hemsworth Helms. Carry Thor, um, it, it's it's carrying so many more and introducing new characters as well who also you you grow to love, and that is a dangerous thing to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, an evil character who it is really I, I have found so often female um, evil characters are really really cliched mm -hmm. this gets really really close but it doesn't and again it's the director's humor that that carries all of the characters in in that it's almost winking at you and saying you know well let's just have fun with this you know even the bad people you can have fun with but you still hate them and you can still see them doing nasty horrible terrible things but you still like them which mm. yeah the 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 humor's just so good yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's it's and it it, it was totally lacking mm. in the first two thor movies uh, uh sorry not totally mm. lacking there were there were certainly bits yeah. the, the 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 first one had a bit of humor and the second one was dry yeah it, it was um but this this saved uh, the thor character for me um I, I did quite enjoy the first one but it was very much by the numbers this this just <laughs> veered in so many different directions that that felt absolutely right i don't know how much more to say no, uh, and I've <laughs> it's it's recent enough that it's a little difficult. It is, yeah, uh, and yes, I've only fairly recently rewatched it. Um, but the other thing is that I still was engrossed in it. Uh, I, I was worried that because I'd seen it so recently that I would get distracted. You didn't get distracted much. 
No, it's... You, you barely looked at your second screen during that. So, so yeah, it, it absolutely scores as far as that's concerned. <laughs> um, the soundtrack and the closing credits, and it was interesting making that connection because early on in the film, I'm thinking, this very much sounds like um, early 90s computer game music you know 16-bit mm-hmm. computer game music um uh, uh, the amiga especially because that, that that's what i was familiar with um at the time with sequences and and what have you but then when the closing credits came and you, you've basically got uh, major elements of a parallax scrolling mm-hmm. shoot 'em up uh, <laughs> as the 16-bit music played and it just it worked so well. <laughs> and when it wasn't doing that, it was uh, solid orchestral as well. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, what's my favourite joke? <laughs> what's, what's my favourite uh, joke from this? I, I think... I think it might be... Bruce Banner... <laughs> Psyching himself up to to jump out of the the leisure ship. Yep. Fud. Yeah. <laughs> beat. Beat. Hulk. Um, I remember when first watching this, I thought, oh, the uh, Taika Waititi character, the the director. Mm. Play, playing the rock monster, I thought oh, it, it's already comedic, um, but he's here for the comic relief. This isn't going to work, but it did. It does. It, it, yeah. Again, within seconds, once you you embrace that, uh, the, the the scene where he scares off the ghost. It's <laughs> uh, 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 just yeah, ab- absolute perler. If if there was anything that uh, I'm going to be controversial again here, if there was anything that bugged me, um, it was the Jeff Goldblum character. Um, yeah. Mainly because he was just being Jeff Goldblum, I think. Mm, mm-hmm. um, which is possibly extremely unfair. There's there's good moments. There, from there, him. there are, and he was supported very well by, and I can't remember her name, but she was in uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Rachel House. Could well be. Yes, Rachel House. Yeah. Uh, but, but again, playing much the same character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if, if, if I've got any gripe about this film, it would be Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum. Um, <laughs> and that was made up for uh, very much so at the very, very end as well. So, uh, <laughs> uh, except I thought he was going to be food. I would have taken that one sip further and made him food. Um, but I think he appears again, Ooh, um, does he? It, or is referred I think, to uh, Guardians two credits possibly yes. yeah because there's a there's yes. a lot of cameos in that those there credits are. there are yes um, mm. uh, footage of Jeff Goldblum dancing as the Grandmaster from the set of Four Ragnarok is used briefly during the end credits right 
<laughs> Fair enough. Um, yes. All right. So, absolutely loved it. Do you have anything else you wish to... No. No, I think that's it. Yep. But I, I, I cannot stress how much every single character just blossomed in this. Um, they're all solid. And, uh, and yes. clearly the film worked um, because they went and gave Takeaway TT for Love and Thunder. Yes. Yep. I, I, I think they recognised the, the tone and that it works, um, at least for, for Thor. And yeah, I say, run with it. Absolutely run with it. All right. Shall we move on? Sure. The following segment is currently on fire. Have a nice day. Do we have anything to move on to? That's that's a good question. I'm I'm not sure we do. I don't think we do. We're speaking to an empty room. Mm. <sighs> right. Well, let's move on. Uh, sorry, we're not speaking to an empty room. I'd like to uh, recognise one of our dear listeners, uh, Adam. <laughs> Hi, Adam. Um, who did speak to me face-to-face during the week. And uh, hang on, what did we watch last week? Uh, last week we watched a film. Um, a film <laughs> with actors. Yes. Um, who played roles. Yes. Um, and those roles were certainly relevant to the oh, film. It was The Imitation Game. We watched it The was. Imitation Game okay. last week. Well, it might have been the week before that Adam spoke to me. So, um, Battle Royale uh, was yes, the week before. Indeed, yes. So Adam uh, did ask, you know, is Battle Royale worth watching? And, and I said yes. And he said, right, I will have to track it down. And I said, good luck. <laughs> and then I said, I will have words with the owner of our copy. I mean, his copy. <laughs> oh, sure. And uh, yes, there we go, Adam. We'll uh, we'll get it to you, so that you can uh, just don't watch it with the kids. No. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that segment out of the way. Let's move on. Pick a film for next week, so we can go to bed. Okay, it's my turn. It is, and and I am led to believe mm. that you have made a choice. I have made a choice. I'm running with the theme here. I figure. That with the director, whose name always eludes me as to how to pronounce it. I'm pretty sure it's Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. We're going to stick with him. And I believe that Jojo Rabbit is now available in one of the streaming services that we have access to. Ooh. That would be nice. It would help very much so. Because we do not own a copy of it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was on. It was produced by uh, probably a twentieth century fox, and right. so so it's now on. Will have ended up on Star. Star. Yep. Okay, so we're going to go for Jojo Rabbit, which I believe you have not seen. I've not. No. I have. I saw it uh, flying over the Pacific Ocean. So. <laughs> fox searchlight, of course. 
okay fox searchlight for those of you in countries that do not have star uh within disney plus it's all very confusing might be on hulu yes yeah so uh yes middle of the atlantic ocean on my first major international flight and uh and shortly followed by the event that's right <laughs> <laughs> and my last international flight <laughs> uh yes so i i recall uh certain bits of it but uh, because of my anxiety on said flight <laughs> i don't know how much i took in so yes we could be in for a treat or a massive confusion or who knows it's not on hulu at all it's on hbo max ah okay so uh, i think you've been provided with uh plenty of options for uh assuming you live in one of two countries that we have checked <laughs> indeed well, we're, we're continuing on, on a Taika Waititi track. Yes. And I, I have a sneaking suspicion that we might continue continuing along that Taika Waititi track. Oh, are you thinking what I'm thinking, B1? I, I'm, I may be thinking of that, yes. Right. Ah, but which one? Um, the... the the remaining one that is on the shelf. That is on the shelf. Ah, oh, spoilers. Let's not spoil it for our mm-hmm. dear listener. Let's uh, let's not. But we, we, we will talk this uh, talk about this uh, behind the scenes, behind mm. the curtain. Um, uh, in the meantime, we hope that you can join us next week, where we will make a far deal more sense than we have this week. Until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a High Hello production. (laughs) 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 Oh, you're wanting to watch... I am, yes. That sounds like a good call. As opposed to Moana, which is the other one that he wrote that's on the shelf. He wrote Moana, did he? He did. Is that right? He did, yes. Oh. Moana. You ugly. (laughs) Oh, no, sorry, that's Johnny Lingo. (laughs) Which won't mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but, oh well. Um, hang on. Let's hit stop.
<sighs> Good. Good. Okay. Are we ready? <laughs> I, I think I've got levels now. <laughs> oh, have you just? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, yes. We'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. No. You thought you could catch me off guard just barreling right into the mid-section, yep. didn't you? Yep, yep. But, but you couldn't. <laughs> no, no, there's there's no tricking you. <laughs> you got to get up pretty early. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, yes, we're going to watch this. Let's do it. <laughs>